Welcome to On the Table, a podcast about board games, card games, and tabletop war games. Hey, it's Chase from On the Table Gaming, and welcome back to the On the Table Gaming podcast. And today we're going to be talking about how to get started with making content for games like A Song of Ice and Fire the Miniatures game. Now, rather than me talk about how I bumbled through like the past few years trying to figure things out on my own, we're actually joined by a professional videographer with 12 years of experience. Now, you might know his YouTube channel, Sunday Slaughter, where he makes some of the best A Song of Ice and Fire battle reports, so make sure you check out Sunday Slaughter on YouTube. And you might also know him from Discord, where he goes by the title of Bolton Skincare Incorporated. With that being said, Chris, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm a, this is an honor. I, uh, <laughs> I listen to all your podcasts. I've seen all your videos, so it's, it really is a treat to be here. Well, I'm actually really excited to talk to you because now I get a, a professional's opinion and, and uh, some tips. So before we get into the uh, the the content creation side of things, um, let's let's talk a little about just gaming. So how did you find your way to tabletop wargaming in general? You know, it's it's actually a funny story. I'm I'm a late bloomer. I didn't really discover tabletop gaming or gaming board games in general. Actually, probably you know later in life, but I would say two years ago when I played my first serious board game. And it was actually the, the Game of Thrones like fantasy flight game where you choose a house and oh, then you're, you're nice. yeah. battling <laughs> over, over, over the map. So you jumped in with that and you stuck with it. That, that's a kind of a deep, you're dumping in the deep end of the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it, you know, I, I dived right in. And how I got into A Song of Ice and Fire is my sister was looking for a Christmas gift for me. She went to a board game shop and she actually saw that the store was selling like the starter set with like all the hand of the King exclusives and stuff like that. And got it for me. And it actually sat on my shelf for a good six months because um, I just, I didn't know if there was really a community for it. I remember seeing some stuff about the Kickstarter online, but eventually I was like, okay, I want to finally try this game. I went on Facebook and saw that one of my local game shops was having a, a beginner's tournament. And that's how I met the community that we have. I think you had Max and Bob on a couple episodes yep. ago. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, it was mainly because of them. They, they taught me the game and, um, I mean, I was hooked after that. So I won't hold it against you. I know you're friends with, uh, as they refer to uh, him as Lord Commander Bob. <laughs> uh, he's a dastardly Night's Watch player. Uh, what's he what's is. your faction at the moment? What are you playing? Choose um, choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will I will start off saying that um, when I did stop into the shop, I talked to Max and I was like, "Hey, man, I have the starter set, but you know what what faction do you think would would be a good one for me to play?" And he said, "You know, whatever you think looks the coolest." And I appreciated that because you know I I was like. If I'm going to spend the time to paint an army, you know, I'm I want to paint the one that's coolest. So I saw the flame men, <laughs> and oh, I was like, go. I'm just gonna I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna play all Boltons. That's what I'm gonna do. Granted, this was maybe a week before they got their second nerf, so <laughs> I was pretty bummed about that. But I I've, I've been playing neutrals and actually came across a Night's Watch starter set and. <laughs> yeah i've been i've been dabbling with with night's watch as well fair enough fair enough yeah but i think that's such good advice like go with the stuff that you think is cool because you you do put like such a big investment in this type of game into the units you're playing with and honestly like you know changes come and go and things rise and fall and you know sometimes there's more fun in like making something that people don't see as optimized work uh and and still being able to squeak out the wins with it 
Exactly, exactly. I'm actually curious to to know how how you came across the free folk. Why you why you uh why you like them so much? Oh my gosh, I just think the uh I traditionally don't play sort of horde style armies, so it's actually nothing to do with the style of play. I think when the game first came out, I, I found I often had to play Lannisters. Uh, when you would play with people, everyone wants to play Starks. That was like the big, the big faction. Right. Uh, you know, they want to have the dire wolves and all the the sort of there's a thematic reason as well. And uh, it turned out it's it's super helpful to learn to play the game in the beginning as a Lannisters because with Lannister supremacy it was kind of forgiving. You go up there, your little block, you move forward, and like I got charged. Oops. But I'm tough enough to survive it. And so when I was you know, playing that for a while, and then when the, the Free Folk were announced, uh, just the idea of... I, I love the sort of underdog idea. And I know Free Folk are strong. And, you know, this is maybe controversial, but they've always been strong, right? It's like Mark Rupp yeah. won, uh, was it Adepticon? When they first came out with just the starter box, he went and found two starter boxes and put them together. But there's something yeah. about like the Free Folk Raiders being kind of like chaff units and then having cool things like giants and... There's tons of beards and they've got, you know, the spear wives are so cool. And it's just like, it was a theme thing entirely. And, uh, you know, I just tried to fit this round peg into a square hole of like learning <laughs> how to play it. And it was greatly painful. Uh, I've recounted many times in the past, but uh, going up to my first tournament, I'd bought two starter sets and it was like, I got them on Friday and I think it was like a Sunday event. So I like tried to paint as much as I could. And I drove up there, I yeah. hadn't played them. And I pulled them out and we, started playing a tournament and i just got crushed and i was like there was like berserker <laughs> units just running through me it was uh it was exciting to say the least <laughs> and i you know i just i was hooked right right I, I will say that when when max was explaining each of the factions you know he was like you know lannisters control arc you know they do a lot of maneuver shenanigans and they can be aggressive and he was like a free folk is like a horde army and i was like no <laughs> automatically i was like i do not want to play that type of army but uh one of the battle reports that i did with adam he ran his free folk against my neutrals and he had like one. a he saw he, he had like yeah. a, a control style free folk army and i was like i love the way you're pilot piloting this and a week later i, I bought a free folk starter set so it's still in there we go craft, but, one but eventually i would like to try one it out yeah <laughs> Sweet. All right. Mission accomplished. All right. We can just have the yeah. podcast now. I think I've gotten what I want to hear. No, <laughs> no, no, but, but seriously, shifting gears here. So, um, you know, you, uh, we're going to talk about how to get started creating content, but you know, uh, what's your background when it comes to, uh, videos and, and things like that, because you've been making this amazing content as we talked out in the intro, uh, with Sunday slaughter, your battle reports are phenomenal. They're some of the best ones out there. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So what's your background with video stuff? Is this just something you just happen to know how to do as like a, just kind of a jack of all trades thing? Well, I actually, I, I'm a videographer by trade. So I've actually really? been doing this for almost 12 years now, right out of college. I, I worked for a production, a video production house. Uh, I eventually began doing freelance. And now actually I am the video producer for a guitar effects pedal company called Earthquaker Devices. So, um, it's it's something that I've been doing for a while. I love to do it. Um, growing up, I just told myself, you know, when I grow up, I just want to be able to travel and wear what I want. So it's, it's sort of the perfect <laughs> scenario for me. Um, so the Sunday Slaughter was an idea that I had for a while, actually. Sunday, the, the logo that I have was designed 
by a buddy of mine um, for my birthday, actually. So my, my wife, she wanted to make a poster because I had a Sunday group that, that was meeting for a good year. And she thought it'd be cool to have something hanging up in, in, the, in the dungeon, uh, the board gaming dungeon. So I already had the logo picked out and I knew that I wanted to create content for, for board games, but you know, I was, I was sort of jumping ship from board game to board game. And finally, when, you know, unfortunately when COVID hit, I had all this time on my hands. So that's when I started to plan, you know, and when the game shop started opening up, I was going to start filming battle reports with my friends at the shop. Luckily, I had the access to equipment and probably look pretty ridiculous walking into the shop because I have like multiple loads of cases and tripods and cameras and you got is that is that a three camera setup i'm trying to think now you have a you've got just great angles it's it's a four camera setup oh, actually oh my god yeah. oh because there's a table one too yeah 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 so I, it's it's sort of like you know if james cameron were was directing <laughs> clerks or something like that you know completely unnecessary to have this much gear but you know, since I have it, I say, why not, you know, yeah, make, make right? the best videos as I can. So. Trust me, there's, in the spirit of miniature wargaming, you can never have too many toys. So it sounds like we're, <laughs> we're now you got to think about how can you find another way to fit another camera in there or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, that's amazing. And it really shows, I mean, your videos, uh, and if you haven't checked out Sunday Slaughter, oh my gosh, you have to go over there and, and check them out. Um, I start with the uh, the free folk Adam versus uh, Chris here. That's the start with that one. I, I love the free folk ones especially. I'm just saying. But uh, yeah, spoiler alert: the the free folk came on top. Wow, that's no, okay, okay. <laughs> we, we we assumed as much, but I just you know you want to watch it out there, right? Um, so so you got all those cameras setting up, and so you know the stuff you put out there is so professional. I love the way it's edited. Um, you have so much experience and it, it clearly shows. So uh, right now there's a lot of people that have been thinking about content creation, right? And this is the game is booming. It's exploding. We've got more people playing than ever before. Um, if someone wanted to start and get into content creation, is there any advice you might have for, you know, those of us who maybe don't have as much experience? Sure. Sure. And sort of to piggyback off of what you just said and to preface the tips I'm about to provide, I think right now is the perfect time to start creating content just because, you know, stores are opening back up and uh, I'm, I'm seeing new players every week come into the shop and they're buying starter sets, you know, so that's a sign that the, the community is growing. And if they're, if a new player is, is anyone like me who, you know, as soon as you get into something, you're watching videos on YouTube right away. Uh, yeah, this, this is the time to do it. And, you know, you, if you look at my videos, I, I do not want anyone to be discouraged, you know, thinking that I've got all the equipment, you know, I, what can I do? Honestly, there, I think you could, you could make an equipment list that would be just as much as buying a starter set. It's just a matter of, you know, looking where, where you should look. Yeah. Yeah. I know we see such a wide range in the community. I mean, we have some of the, the bigger brands like Mythico Studios. It's a store and it has, uh, you know, racks and sliders and they're, and they've got yeah. a cool screen thing set up and it's amazing. And then, then, you know, you also have guys like Ash Barker from Gorilla Miniatures Game, which is a, a really big YouTube channel. And some, he films a lot of that stuff like with a phone. He's just holding it, moving it around. Exactly. Um, exactly. And that's, that's one of the first things, you know, I would say is, um, first and foremost, you're going to need a camera and some people just totally forget that they have one in their pocket. 
you know, iPhones honestly do better video than some of the, you know, prosumer cameras you can get for a couple hundred bucks. So, you know, that's that's one one place to to start is like thinking, what do I have already that I could use to start filming battle reports? So, you know, start off with a phone. You can buy affordable clamps for phones, you know, like they don't really need a tripod. You can buy a clamp on Amazon for 10 bucks, you know, and set that up. You know, on the, on the, you know, if you have a high shelf or a lamp or something like that, just set that next to the table and just face, you know, face face the table. It's it's as simple as that. Heck, if you're playing with your buddy, you might have two phone cameras you can use. You can exactly, exactly. And you know, if if uh, if you have a little bit of money to spend, I actually went on Facebook Marketplace before we got on this call, and I found uh, you know, a handful of GoPro cameras that are used. 50 bucks you know and that's another that's that's, yeah it's a great camera to use it's it's wide enough to capture everything uh they're portable so um that's definitely another option and you know beyond the gopro you can also uh, if you have a you know a little bit more money to spend they're they're what's called dslr cameras which are still cameras that shoot great video hd video um you can they have affordable cameras like that on Amazon for a couple hundred bucks, or you can get lucky enough and maybe find one for less than that, you know, used on Craigslist or, or Facebook or something like that. Right. That's how I ended up. I, you find somebody who is a photographer that is like constantly having to like up. I didn't realize there's like such like an arms race in for the five. And like, <laughs> they're like constantly upgrading their stuff. Like you find somebody who's like getting rid of some old stuff and you're like, okay, like that's, yeah. I, I would never be able to afford this, but I can get it from you cheap. So that's where I'll go with. Well, um, and, and another thing is, more times than not, you may know someone that has a camera that's not using it. You know, uh, an old GoPro or an old DSLR camera, uh, possibly even some someone in your gaming group. You know, all you have to say is like, dude, I would love to start filming battle reports. And I'm sure they would jump at the opportunity to, to lend you their stuff to, to start something like that. So uh, sometimes then the challenge can be, so I've, you know, I haven't ever been able to have the, the benefit to be able to do a battle report yet. It's something I want to work up to. It always seems so daunting, right? Just the amount of footage the the cameras and you want to make sure you get it right and the rules and any tips for just like you know getting over that hump and, and jumping in um yeah so first and foremost like anything you just got to start doing it and the more you do it you're going to get better at it and if if you're posting it to youtube there <laughs> there are plenty of people that will let you know if you know they'll, <laughs> they'll have su- <laughs> they'll have suggestions on how to make it better and you sort of have to take that you know as, as just you know criticism and you know it's it's going to get better but you know i i started doing video and i can't even look at the older videos that i did but just knowing that it's just stepping stones to to getting better and you're always gonna you know learn something new the more you do it um but but one thing i think that cannot be understated with with videos is especially battle reports is is audio you know like Mm -hmm. people it's it's something that people probably wouldn't notice but it, it plays a really important role. I mean, if you if you watch an on-the-table gaming video, you know, all these videos have something in common. Your videos, Ash's videos from Gorilla Miniatures, Ben's videos from Blitz Minis, they all use wireless mics or lavalier mics. Yeah. You know, so it's I, I think that's super important, especially if, you know, like you're you're filming a battle report. People are if they're painting, let's say, if they're painting and watching a video, they're not gonna want to hear you know, a loud AC blasting while you're trying to explain your plays and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, um, 
you know, that's that's one thing I would suggest is looking into options on how can you record good audio. And again, if you're on a budget, we mentioned iPhones before. If you're using a GoPro to film the battle report, you can use your iPhone to record the audio. You know, I think that's 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 a good tip that people can remember. Is yes. You know, even better if you can set it on the table. If you have two iPhones, set it on each side of the table to capture good audio, or wear a shirt with a with a chest pocket. You know, slip it in there. I think that's that's another good option for people who don't have access to you know a wireless or a lavalier mic. That's what we actually started the first time we went to PAX Unplugged in 2018, I think, right when a kind of a song of fire came out and uh, we brought our iPhones and we bought like $12 um, wire, uh, wired mics that would plug into your phone. You could just yeah. start recording and put your phone in your pocket. It worked out amazing unless your phone locked. And then you got an interviewer. <laughs> we interviewed, who was it? It might have been like, Adam Lovell or no, it was someone from Simon or come on games, but like, uh, half the, his voice was like amazingly crisp. And then mine was like people walking around in the background convention hall noise. And I was like, no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Event halls are notorious just for just loud background noise. Yeah. You know, like any kind of videos I watch from like Gen Con or something like that. It's like, it's brutal. Yeah. So I think that video never got made, sadly, because I was like, I can't, you know, I tried to learn how to like, you know, start, you know, I mostly learned by self-teaching looking at YouTube videos. And it was like, how do you clean out the noise in the background? Like find a sample audio and like remove it. And it just didn't oh, work. Oh yeah, it's a whole process. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I mentioned audio. I, I think another important thing is to consider the environment that you're shooting in. Um, I recently shot battle report with with carl from rolling if you got him in my basement usually i shoot it at gamers haven and uh that's the local game shop that i play in and, and gamers haven has awesome lighting uh you know i sometimes have the option to shoot near a window it has great natural lighting and stuff like that everything is crisp on camera uh in my basement it's not as ideal so uh, i had to figure out a way to, to rearrange the table to where it's directly under a light um you know, so lighting is 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 a factor uh, you brought up, you know, noise. If you're playing at a game shop, you know, maybe set up in a corner where there's not a lot of traffic. Uh, maybe a place where there's not going to be people asking you for questions or, <laughs> or you know, like sort of creeping into the video shot, you know, like looking what's going on and stuff like that. That was one of my uh, favorite thing about Mythico Studios is they have a separate studio for recording. And on the other side of the wall is their big gamer hall. And so it's pretty quiet, but every once in a while, on like one of their Warhammer nights or something, you just hear like a Rah! like muffled noise coming to the <laughs> wall. It's like somebody did something. Always curious to know what their setup is like because you know when you watch their videos, they have the wall of of uh, oh, merchandise. Yeah. But I'm like, what is is it? Is that like a part of the store? I had, I didn't realize that was a whole different room set up. Yeah, no, they've got a whole cool setup down there. If you're ever down in New Jersey, make sure New Jersey, make sure you check out uh, Mythico Studio. It is one of the highlights of New Jersey. Oh, just kidding. Sorry, New England rivalry thing. Um, so you gotta <laughs> you gotta check out uh, Mythico Studio. Yeah, they have a great, uh, amazing event hall area, and it's uh, then like next door is kind of like another similar sized space that has uh, 3D printing, and that's kind of their recording studio area. So they have like a a, a a set essentially 
their content they produce is is amazing yeah i love their stuff and that so nick his background is i i don't i hope i'm not speaking out of turn here i don't he's not a videographer but he is a uh a digital effects animator uh that's like it makes sense background so yeah so the youtube guys need to team up you got like all these same pieces of the pie here (laughs) yeah um they 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 had that rail cam yeah, and I had. I was like, I have one. I didn't even think about using that for a battle report. So I can't take the credit for having the rail cam on there. They they definitely beat me to the punch. But I'm, their their videos just always look amazing. Is is yours a motorized one? It is motorized. Oh, yeah. Okay. So actually, I can I, I I can um automate it with my phone. So I I choose like the 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 rate speed and I just press play and it just goes back and forth. So, so you do really look crazy when you're walking into that store because you want that. <laughs> do you, like, oh my gosh, you're setting off metal yeah, detectors it's, and <laughs> it's a whole process. It probably takes me about an hour. I, I show up right when the store opens. We we play on Sundays mm-hmm. and uh, the store opens at eleven. And um, sometimes Brandon, who's a store owner, he bless his heart. I, I try to show up as early as possible. He lets me in. And I'm just lugging in all this stuff, like, like cases and cases of camera gear. That's amazing. You know, but you don't need all those ro- those rail cams to start off. Uh, a fixed no, camera is good. And for a song of us and fire, you know, what have you found to be the angles that you want to get? Um, so I have the luxury of having what's called a C stand. I've I've gotten a couple questions on YouTube about how, how I get that main angle, which is directly over the table. So it's it's sort of like a heavy duty metal stand that has an arm that goes directly over the table, and I can uh, I can put an attachment on it where I screw in the camera and just faces directly down. Um, and I I like that angle, but a lot of the battle reports out there, I I assume people are putting a camera on some kind of kind of tripod that just faces at an angle i think i think that angle is is perfectly fine for shooting a battle report um having multiple angles is always a plus uh, i like to have like the dice cam and, and the tactics board off to the side and having a, a camera that's directly face down on that so i can cut to it when people are rolling their dice but you know all that stuff is just is extra you know what i mean as long as the audience can see clearly what's going on when you're maneuvering units um you know, when you're, when you're playing cards or, you know, sometimes you can even see the dice that you roll. I think, you know, Ben on Blitz Minis, he, he has a secondary camera. He doesn't use a dice cam, but sometimes he just picks up the, the camera and just like comes him rolling the dice, which is a talent in itself. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I prefer higher up angles. I, I think that works best for, for filming battle reports. And if uh, maybe getting to more advanced techniques here, but one of the things I really like about your videos is you have a like a side view coming down on the table that really highlights the players. And I think it's really important when you watch battle reports, um, or maybe this is just a me thing, but I really enjoy seeing the personalities of the people as well as they play. And absolutely seeing them, that just makes the video more entertaining. Uh, maybe there are people out there that just want like a hardcore, like just like analytical, just show me the things moving. But for me, I don't know, your your videos have such character because of that. I, you know, I I do think there there is there is a place for the super competitive, analytical stuff. You know, um, and and there are a lot of battle reports that are being filmed on TTS, which is great because everything is so precise. But um, I like to think when when we're shooting a battle report, first and foremost, you have to make it fun, right? Fun for the audience and and fun for yourselves when you're playing. Just because you know a lot of new players are going to be watching the video, and the last thing they're Gonna want to see 
is someone being salty over a dice roll or how OP an army is, you know, like right. it's, 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 it's not good for the audience to have an experience like that. So um, that's another important tip is, you know, maybe choose an opponent or some, a, a friend that is not known for being that way, <laughs> you know, right. like someone, someone that, 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 you know, can have fun for the camera. Um, also another thing that I like to tell people before we turn on the cameras for a battle report is uh, it sort of vocalize what's going through your mind yes. when you're making a play. Uh, you know, it's, it, it makes it a little less competitive because obviously your opponent can, can sort of, you know, peek into your brain and, and, and hear, you know, what you're trying to do. But I think that makes for good video when people are watching it, because not only do you want to make it fun and entertaining, I think making it informative too, you know, having people learn from, uh, the plays that you make or even your mistakes, I, I think is very important. Right. I a hundred percent agree. And I also think on some level, uh, maybe not to the extreme, that's also just good habits for playing the game. Um, you exactly. know, declaring out your steps as you're going. It, it, yeah. And that's great way to make it so people can learn while they watch. Yes. Yes. Vocalizing intent is always good for a game. Like, yeah, the last, the last thing you, you want to do is, is make something confusing for, for a play and your opponent be like, wait, what did you just do? Like that, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. So people have cameras. Um, they can solve some of the audio challenges by proximity to their phones and using other recording devices like that. But then the other spot where people oftentimes get stuck is on the actual editing themselves where they want to jump in sure. and they want to know, okay, well, how can I put this together? Um, any suggestions or thoughts on um, you know, how to actually make your video and export it? Yeah, so I can give a little insight on, on what I do in post-production. I, I use Adobe Premiere. I don't know what other content creators are using right now, but I know there are other free options out there. I know that DaVinci Resolve is a... Uh, is another is another free program i believe but i i've worked in premiere since i started doing videos so that's what i'm most familiar with um but that's that's one thing that i would be willing to be a resource for people just because i would need a whole youtube series on explaining how basics work within an editing you know within editing software um I might take you up on that. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of people have success with just one camera angle and typing on a simple intro and then uploading it to YouTube. Uh, I sort of wish I had, um, I could step out of myself and and be like, okay, this video is done. I'm going to upload it because literally like these battle reports, like I I think I spent way too much time (laughs) trying to make them as perfect as can be. Well, no, for, for me, one of the things that's so great about some battle ports is, and uh, so like the other day, somebody posted on the Facebook page, they're like, hey, like we're streaming a game on Twitch. And they had set up just like one camera on the side and they're playing. And I popped on in there and it was the second game they'd ever played. It was, um, there were some creative licensing, licensing being done with the rules. Sure. And they were just having a blast. It just like kind of captured the joy of the game. Yeah. It was so much fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. And I realized like, oh man, there's like, you know, there's different videos for fitting different purposes, right? And you might have like, oh, we want to do yeah. like a really competitive game. We might want to have one that's like, this is actually just pure entertainment. Maybe it's just a show, social hangout. And so part of it is just figuring out like, what is your 
purpose here? Like, what are you trying to do? What kind of art are you making? Sure, sure. I mean, I would love to see, maybe this is sort of a call to action if people that are that are thinking about starting up Babel Reports is just like making the most like goofy, like meme armies as you can and and playing those for the camera. I would love to see videos like that, you know, like make a whole army of like Stormcrow archers or something like that. Or, yeah. Oh or gosh, like don't three three champions of the stags or something. I would I would love to see videos like that. Who was that? Was it I don't want to say the wrong name. Was it Colby? There was a guy who was out there was running like all Stark Bowman or something. <laughs> like, I love it. But he was like winning I games. I was like, oh my God. I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be so great. So uh, one of the free video editing softwares that I've heard mentioned a lot is DaVinci Resolve. Um, that's one yep. that seems to be really popular. I actually use the uh, Adobe uh, Cloud, uh, Creative Cloud. It was one of those things. That's actually how this all started for me was I had as, uh, I'm a teacher. And uh, part of my job is I put out a school uh, magazine. We do like a student school newspaper thing. And um, I ended up having to purchase my own copy of InDesign. And so I'm like, man, I'm paying a monthly fee for this. And I was like, and I was like, hey, there's other cool stuff in here. And then next thing I know, it's like, I want to, I could make a podcast or I could do this or I could do that. And so for me, it's been like three years of like skill mastery being like, how can I learn something new? Um, and that's been kind of part I, I, of the joy. I admire that. I admire that. And you know, that's, that's another thing. If, if, if people are interested in, in starting a battle report, that's just another skill that you can, that you can learn video editing <laughs> right now, I think is, is, is a great skill for people to learn. I, um, yeah, <laughs> it, it pays off. I think that's like a 21st century skill. We, we, exactly. through, uh, you know, distance learning a teacher and I feel so bad my content has slowed down so much but I, I was literally like making videos for my students like every day and uh <laughs> I was like man I can make some really cool videos here and it's like let's have some fun with this stuff and, and so was, for the videos the videos that you're making for your students are you are you putting in the 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 on the table dragon intro for oh for no, no, no 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 <laughs> so I have this is that's my big thing is like this is like my whole separate persona like nobody knows I do this gaming stuff it's all like kind of compartmentalized so it was a total gotcha. different i made a whole different template but i teach ancient and medieval civilizations so we got like ancient greek and all this cool stuff and and battles and i can be like i can make some videos of this stuff like all right that's awesome <laughs> that's so rad i was gonna say um you you mentioned davinci resolve as, as a as a free mm-hmm. software that people could look into i know that youtube actually has um i don't know i've never used it before but i know it's it's another uh it's another way to to maybe simply do edits in there i think that um mythico studios actually edits all their stuff live i don't don't hold me to that but i since they stream on twitch i think they're either doing it on like obs or right labs or something like that so you know i'm sure a lot of people out there have experience with with uh running their own twitch so that's another option you know like maybe have Maybe have two of your friends, uh, you know, run a game and set up a laptop with a with a webcam, and you can you can be editing live within uh, that streaming editing software. So. And that cuts down on the workflow a lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I really do hope we see. And I mean, and also it doesn't have to be just battle reports, right? You can just. I mean, what I do is I just stand in front of a camera and I'll talk sometimes, or sometimes I'll just record my voice. Um, but get out there yes, and kind yes. of create stuff. Like that's the cool thing is that, um, you know, and I know people have different mindsets, but like 
this content creation isn't like a competition. There's like an insatiable, insatiable demand for this stuff out there. Like no one's going to get to a point where they're like, ah, eh, there's too much of Song of Ice and Fire content. Like we're not even close to that. Like there's so right. much room to, to create and have fun. And, and, and it's really fulfilling just to make stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say one thing people could do also is like, I would love to see maybe short little videos of, of, of people's painted armies. Yeah, you know, like, oh, like an army on parade thing. Yeah, I mean, any 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 kind of content is great for the game, but you know that's something simple anyone can do with their phone. You know, like I I'm always uh, attracted to videos that I see on Facebook. You know, I'll always click on a video, even if it's just like a 10 second video of someone showing off their arm. Yeah, man, what a world we live in, though. Here, right? I mean, it's wild. <laughs> I played uh, war games when I was younger. And uh, you have to buy these like painting books and be like, oh, there's a book on like how to paint things. And now I can just get like inspiration anywhere with just the click of a button. Right. Are we dating ourselves? Yeah, I don't know how old you are, but I'm like, wow, the miracle oh, of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's an ongoing joke at the game shop because people are always trying to guess my age. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I will say I'm a lot older than I look. Well, we know you're not 12, right? 12 years professional. So <laughs> there we go. I'm waiting for that day when there's some content creator comes on and is like, I'm 10. I'll be like, oh boy. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah I started doing videos when I was two. So. All right. There we go. Can't drive. Your parents had to drive you here. But. <laughs> um, so you did mention you know, creating content other than, than battle reports. I mean, there's, there's, I'm going to give a shout out. I think George from Three Sales Gaming is doing yeah. an amazing job. I mean, Absolutely he, he mentioned that he's never, he hasn't even played a game in real life yet, but somehow he's created a, a channel for a song, a song of ice and fire content that, that is just blown up. His faction overviews are, are essentially, essentially just him interviewing someone, you know, and, and some, some image overlays of the cards that they're talking about. It's, it's, it's that simple. Yeah, and you know those those assets are just out there, right? Anybody can use those. Uh, you know, I've got some. You can take them off the Song of Ice Fire Builder. Uh, you can yep. actually even just take them screenshots out of the official app. Yep. And you know, anybody can jump on in there. Yeah, and, I mean, that's that's one thing everyone has in common is they they have a, a favorite army. I would love to see more content of people talking about their strategies and you know how how they like to pilot their own army. I think I think that's another thing that that I'd be super into. I mean, just get that passion out there. So I'm hoping that there's somebody out there that's listening to this that has always been like, man, it'd be kind of cool to do that. And, but I don't know. And like, I hope when you hear this, that you maybe just get that little bit of a push to be like, yeah, jump in. I mean, this is coming also for me. I like, I had zero experience and it was just like, well, you know, you YouTube a lot of things and be like, how the heck does this work? And you read yeah. a bunch of tutorials and, you know, you, you kind of piece things together. But everyone right. will be appreciative of it. Like, I think that's one of the great things about our community is that like everyone is so supportive. Like, we all want to see the game grow, and and you know, it's not a competition. We, you know, we're all just having fun. Exactly, exactly. And I will say that you know, I'm, I, I mentioned before, I'm totally willing to be a resource to help anyone if they have any questions on how to start filming. You know, their first battle report, or if they have general questions about about cameras or equipment. Uh, I'm I, I'm more of a lurker on Discord, but you could you could generally find me on there. I'm uh, my my tag is Bolton Skincare Incorporated. So <laughs> if you ever see that if you ever see that name around Discord, that that'll be me. 
Sweet. And, uh, you know, what do you got in the future for your channel? Uh, Sunday Slaughter. What's what's coming up in the works? Yeah, so uh, I will say that, first off, I, I want to thank everyone's support. You know, the, the, the channel is, is still in its infancy. I, I think it's I launched the first video about two weeks ago. And surprisingly enough, we, we breached the 100 subscriber mark. Uh, I think we're at a, almost 150 right now. Eight. So I, I think I mentioned this in the, in, in the last battle report that I filmed, but uh, I'm, I'm going to officially announce that we are giving away one of the ice trays that's featured in all of the videos. Uh, Carl Black, who some of you guys may know, he's the one that makes those awesome dice trays for people in Discord. Um, I'm actually giving one one of those away to a random subscriber, and I think that you know the the sky's the limit for for the channel. Eventually, hopefully, maybe I'll I'll branch out into other games. Uh, but I will say, you know, having 150 subscribers just just focused on. Song of Ice and Fire, I, I think, I think was a, a surprise to me, and I'm, I'm super thankful. If you were going to move on to other games, or not move on, if you're going to incorporate other games, what are some other games we could maybe see? Are there other games um, you're playing? I, I'm a huge fan of of campaign games uh, like Gloomhaven. I've, I've got Kingdom oh, Death as well. There's yeah, a couple oh, of people man. in my gaming group that that are really into those games. So you know, maybe something like that. I know that there is a community of Malifaux players at our gaming shop. I know Max is really into that game. So maybe, you know, branching out to something like that. But right now, you know, I'm Song of Ice and Fire is my passion. I definitely want to make, you know, the best videos as I can regarding, you know, regarding the game. So um, I, I will say that I'm focusing on that right now, but who knows what's what's in store for the future. Well, that's awesome. And I'm going to eagerly look forward to all of your content and uh, you know, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Of course. Um, I would like to mention that I'm still working out the details, but if you guys have noticed on Facebook, Brett Lamper has sent out an invitation for a tournament in Indianapolis. I think it's going on the weekend that Gen Con was supposed to happen. Uh, but I think there are about 27 people signed up right now. But again, I'm working out the details, but I'm, I'm hoping to film the finals of that of that tournament i know oh, they're, they're gonna be amazing be, yeah there's gonna be a lot of great players word on the street is you know possibly there's gonna be some some simon uh representatives there and there's there's great uh there's great prize support as well so uh you know stay tuned for that i think it's the first weekend of august i think there's a team tournament and there's a there's just a regular you know 1v1 tournament so it's a two-day event august 1st and august 2nd and like you said there's a single player and a team tournament event so going to be amazing i will link the event in the show notes for the podcast so make sure you guys check it out and uh at the very least if they can't attend we can watch the finals on your on your channel i hope yeah 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 i um that's that's the plan for that again details are being worked out but that's that's the plan um and then one last shout out i want to i want to say thank you to gamers haven and, and the gaming community that i have here in cleveland ohio uh they've been amazing super supportive Brandon at Gamers Haven, he is the nicest guy. So if you're ever in the area, come stop by. Uh, we we play. It was just Sundays, but now our gaming group has has to the point where we're we're playing Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays now. Oh my so, gosh, that's amazing! Uh, yeah, shout out, 
Yeah, shout out to Gamers Haven and, and the gaming group, uh, Brandon, Max, Bob, Dakota, Carl, all those guys. They're, they're amazing. Hey, if you're ever in the area, we would we would love to have you. I'll have to see what's, what's in the cards in the future. That would be amazing, though. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, I hope this inspired people out there. And in the meantime, I hope you get your miniatures on the table. <laughs>